All right, now, my friend, uh, can I serve you a measure of musical pleasure? You sure can. Okay. You can find that old okay record I've been asking for. Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more, on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone, and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. On this evening's show, we'll be celebrating two birthdays, those of Jerry Hurst and A. Seymour Brown. We're also going to save some things, shed some light on things, hear about some Adelines, and have some songs about chauffeurs. There were a couple of birthdays this past week that I want to acknowledge, but neither composer has a whole lot of recordings, at least not that I have, so I'm going to combine them into this one segment. Jerome Philip Hurst, better known as Jerry Hurst, was born May 28, 1909, in Chicago. He studied at Northwestern University and at the Columbia School of Music in Chicago, as well as studying composition with Mario Castelnuovo Tedesco. In 1928, he enrolled at the University of California, Berkeley, and received his J.D. from Hastings College of Law, San Francisco, in 1934. While studying law, he worked as a radio and nightclub pianist. Hurst has five compositions listed by ASCAP, four of which are collaborations with Jack Sharp, and one written with Sharp and Anson Weeks. From 1934 to 42, Hurst practiced law and then served in the U.S. Naval Reserve as a Judge Advocate General. Following his military service, he served as an administrative law judge in California until his retirement in 1975. He died on November 27, 1990 in Alameda, California. Here are two from the pen of Jerry Hurst.
You're like the fragrance of blossoms fair Sweet as the breath of air Fresh with the morning dew So rare You're like the sparkle of old champagne Orchids in cellophane Couldn't compare with you You are perfection You're my idea Of angels singing the Ave Maria For you're an angel I breathe and live you With every beat of the heart that I give you So rare This is a heaven on earth we share Caring the way we care Ours is a love so rare Listen to Harry Babbitt sing. Harry? We'll get a bang out of life. We'll have a swelligant time. We'll get the tang out of life. Without the lemon or lime. We'll winter at Palm Springs. We'll buy expensive things like ermine coats and motorboats and cabbages and kings. Then we'll economize, maybe pawn the wedding rings. We'll get a bang out of life. We'll take moonlit dips and excursion trips in a trailer. And we'll dance till dawn, till our money's gone with the wind. Every Sunday morning we'll hike, or sleep till noon if we like. And when we're tired of work, we'll go on a sit-down strike. We'll get a bang out of life. Until the gray in our hair Takes all the bang out of life But we'll continue to care I'll read a new crochet And maybe we will play A game or two of cribbage Till it's time to hit the hay We'll honor and obey Till our golden wedding day We'll get a bang out of life
Charlestown's Chalmaine Put seltzer water in the wine Pretending it's champagne We'll raise a little family Or we'll raise a lot of cane We'll get a bang out of life I mentioned in his bio that Jerry Hurst wrote one song with Jack Sharp and Anson Weeks And that was it We'll get a bang out of life you heard it by Kay Kaiser and his orchestra from Brunswick 8258, waxed October 11th, 1938. Before that, So Rare. You no doubt recognize that as Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians with Brother Carmen taking the vocal honors on July 16th, 1937. Born on the same day as Jerry Hurst, May 28th, but a few years earlier in 1885 in Philadelphia, was composer A. Seymour Brown. It took some digging, but I found that the A is for Albert. He appeared in vaudeville between 1911 and 1914 when he became a charter member of ASCAP. He then joined the staff of a music publishing company where he worked until 1926. He wrote for the Broadway stage, including music and songs for Ziegfeld Follies of 1908, 09, 12, and 14, Rufus Lemaire's Affairs, and the libretto for Adrienne, a two-act musical which takes place at Sing Sing Prison. It opened at George M. Cohan's Theater on May 28, 1923, and ran for a respectable 235 performances. Brown's 1918 draft registration shows his occupation as a theatrical manager and actor, married to Pauline Brown, but he was later married to the former Nellie DeGrasse until his death. Toward the end of his life, Brown worked as a real estate broker, and he died December 22, 1947, in Philadelphia, of advanced coronary arteriosclerosis and is buried in Holy Cross Cemetery in Yaden, Pennsylvania. I played Brown's popular song, If You Talk in Your Sleep, Don't Mention My Name, back on the February 24th show, and his other titles include Moving Day in Jungle Town, Chin Chin, Great Big Blue-Eyed Baby, and these.
started jumping, so it took my breath away. Here, when I met you, I just stood and looked. I couldn't find a word to say. Here, when I met you, there was a smile in your eyes. Forever in my memory Just as if you were a 
American Quartet featuring Billy Murray singing the A. Seymour Brown lyrics to Nat D. Ayer's tune, Oh You Beautiful Doll. The group recorded the song three times, five takes on October 2, 1911, two more takes on December 15th, and yet two more on February 21, 1913. Takes three, five, and seven were all issued on Victor 16979. Edwin J. McAnally's orchestra and Frank Munn got things started with Dear When I Met You. Remarkably coincidentally, it took three recording sessions and nine takes for that record to get issued as well. There were three takes on January 2, 1929, three more on January 21st, and they finally got it right on the last of three takes on February 21st. Unfortunately, that was McNally's final recording session, and the orchestra never recorded again. I'm Glenn Robison, and you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records, bringing you vintage music to which you can't not tap your toes from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s. Last week, I mentioned Tom, Dick, and Harry, who had a radio program on WGN and were accompanied on piano by Carl Hofel. The trio made at least one record not with Carl Hofel, and here it is to start off a set of songs about saving. Thank you. 
can keep on dancing with others romancing but save the last dance for me
That's just a nice, solid dance record. Tom Berwick and his orchestra, under the pseudonym of the Pennsylvania Collegians, on Electrodisc 1911, recorded September 30, 1932, and Save a Rainy Day for Me. The vocalist was James Harkins, also credited under a pseudonym, Joe Lucarell. Save a Rainy Day for Me was written by Will Collins, Buddy Fields, and Gerald Marks. You hear Edward Meeker announcing the title and artist on a lot of Edison cylinders, but Meeker was also a vocalist and made records under his own name. And speaking of rainy days, before Save a Rainy Day for Me, it was Edward Meeker with Save a Little Money for a Rainy Day, written by Abner Silver, from Edison Gold Molded Record number 9596, released in 1907. We started that saving set with Wayne King, the Waltz King, and his orchestra with Save the Last Dance for Me. Frank Magine wrote the tune, and the Walter Hirsch lyrics were sung by Tom, Dick, and Harry. That was recorded by Victor in Chicago's Webster Hotel on November 23, 1931. Well, we just heard Tom, Dick, and Harry with Wayne King, but they also recorded a song under their own name, or names, called I Wonder What Became of Sweet Adeline. Unfortunately, I don't have that record, but I do have some about other Adelines. 
at night, dear heart, just for you I find in all my dreams, your fair face, oh, you're the apple of my eyes, sweetheart, oh, life, all right, Ada, take me down, Like an idiot. All right, then. All right. One more, Eddie. Just one more now. Yes, yes, yes. I gotta get my other leg. One's getting tired. Yes. All right, Joe. Talk to me loudly now. Talk to me. Oh, don't cry. Don't cry, Eddie. I told you I love you. Tempo King, it is Kings of Rhythm with Sweet Adeline. You no doubt remember from last year's April 29th show, when I played Tempo King's G But Your Swell, that there was no such person as Tempo King, but that the studio group was set up by Victor as a sound-alike of their own star, Fats Waller. Right down to Tempo King saying yes, yes, in the middle of the banter on that record. As on many of the 55 titles the group made, Ada Queenie Rubin is the pianist. Richard H. Gerard and Harry McDonough wrote Sweet Adeline, but Queenie Rubin wrote a song called Fair and Square with Andy Rizaf, and I have a feeling you may be hearing it on an upcoming show. Before that, from their second session, October 25, 1928, in Dallas, Texas, the East Texas Serenaders with Adeline Waltz. Claude Hammond, guitarist in the band, is credited with writing Adeline Waltz. And we started off that Adeline set with Harry Hudson's Melody Boys, credited on the label of Edison Bell Radio 78, number 1407 as the Radio Melody Boys, with Adeline, written by J.G. Gilbert and Horatio Nichols. I'm Glenn Robison, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. If you'd like to send an email, I'd love to hear from you. 
And the email address is glenn, with two N's, at rapidlyrotatingrecords.com. Last week I played The Little Chauffeur with the words written by Raymond W. Peck, and I mentioned that he also wrote the lyrics to Lantern of Love. Okay, you're way ahead of me. Here it is to start off a set of songs about lanterns.
I love them all. The Victor Light Opera Company with a medley of the tunes Take a Trip to Candyland, Wait Till the Cows Come Home, Knit, 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 Take a Swing with Me, and Follow the Girls Around. All composed by Ivan Carroll with the words by Ann Caldwell. That 12-inch Victor 78, which accounts for the more than four minutes of recording time, number 35666, was recorded on October 16, 1917. So, what does that have to do with lanterns? Well, all of those selections are from the show Jack-O-Lantern, which opened at the Globe Theater on the same day that record was made, and ran for 265 performances, closing the following June 1st. Before that, the Nat Star Orchestra, as Norman Mead's Dance Orchestra, who were in a street of Chinese lanterns. That British Home Accord 78 was made September 27, 1927. The Tennessee Happy Boys got things started with Lantern of Love from Edison 51703, recorded February 23, 1926. Percy Wenrick wrote the music. Tennessee Happy Boys was used as a pseudonym for lots of groups, but in this and most cases, for Nathan Glantz. The vocalist was Charles Hart. Lantern of Love is from the three-act musical comedy Castles in the Air, which opened at the Selwyn Theater on September 6, 1926, and takes place at the castle in Latvia. You had 160 chances to catch it. The Rapidly Rotating Records request line is now open. In addition to cards or letters, email or posts to our Facebook page or website, you can also now call to make requests for a particular song, artist, or segment topic, leave feedback about the show, ask questions or comment on the music, or just to say hi to let me know you're out there listening. The number is easy to remember. It's 1-234-PLAY78. That's 1-234-PLAY78. Or for the alphabetically challenged, 1-234-752-9787. It's available 24-7, but right before, during, and just after the Sunday night broadcast on KISL, I'll do my best to personally answer your call. That's 1-234-PLAY-78. We're 
we're going to finish out today's show with yet another segment inspired by last week's playing of The Little Chauffeur. That's right, here are a couple more records about chauffeurs. by his physician to go away to the mountain for a rest. He went home, told his members of his family of what the doctor had said. He says, while I'm away, I don't wish to be annoyed by letters or telegrams. In fact, I don't want to receive any news of any kind. So he went away, was gone about six weeks. Returned to the city very much improved in health and very anxious for some news from home. Got off of the train at the depot, was met by his colored servant, and the following conversation ensued. He said, well, Henry, how is everything at home? Is there any news? There's no, sir. There ain't no news, sir. Everything is just about the same as when you all went away. Nothing happened? No, sir. There ain't nothing happened. There ain't no news. Well, he says, you know, I'm just dying for some word from home now. You can tell me any little thing, no matter how trifling. No, sir. There ain't no news. There ain't nothing to tell you, sir. Except, uh, there's just one little thing. Since you've been away, your dog died. Oh, he says, my dog died, eh? Well, that's too bad. What killed the dog? Well, sir, the dog eats some uh, burnt horse flesh. 
And that's what killed the dog. He eats burnt horse flesh. Where did he get burnt horse flesh to eat? Well, see, you know your barn burned down. And after the fire had cooled off, the dog went and eat some of the burnt horse flesh, and that's what killed the dog. Oh, he says, my barn burned down, eh? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, indeed, uh, the barn, that's all burned down. But says, how did the barn catch fire? Well, see, you see, the spark from the house flew over, caught onto the barn, burned the barn down, burned up all the cows and the horses, and after the fire had cooled off, the dog went and eat some of the burnt horse flesh, and that's what killed the dog. Oh, he says, then my house burned down, too, eh? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, indeed, the, the house, that's, uh, that's completely destroyed. Well, how did the house catch fire? Well, so they, they had some candles burning in the house, and one of the candles caught under the curtains, and the curtains caught onto the roof, and the spark flew over and caught onto the barn, and burnt the barn down, burnt up all the cows and the horses, and after the fire had cooled off, the dog went and eat some of the burnt horse flesh, and that's what killed the dog. He says they had candles burning in the house where I have gas and electricity. I never knew there was a candle in the place. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. They, they had the candles there. They, they had the candles burning all around the coffin. The coffin? Who's there? Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, uh, that's another little thing I forgot to tell you about. Since you've been away, your mother-in-law died. Oh, my mother-in-law died, eh? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. She's dead, all right. Uh, you needn't worry about that. Well, it says, what killed my mother-in-law? Well, sir, I don't know exactly what killed her, sir. But around the neighborhood, they say it was from the shock of your wife running away with the chauffeur. But outside of that, sir, why, there ain't no news. Oh, you gotta watch out for those chauffeurs. Nat M. Wills with his classic monologue, No News, or What Killed the Dog, from all the way back on October 14, 1908. We started off in 1941 with Memphis Minnie and Me and My Chauffeur. Memphis Minnie's husband and performing partner, Ernest Little Son Joe Lawlers, gets credit on the label as the songwriter, but it's thought she wrote it herself. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. (laughs) ¶¶